Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. Hey guys, it's Murad Morali and welcome to Hashtag I'm Over It, where we talk all things from pop culture to trending topics and have important discussions. Be sure to let me know what you guys are over to with the hashtag I'm Over It because we have a lot to get into. And definitely don't forget to click that button and subscribe. It's just one click for consistent content always. Hey everyone. How is everyone doing today in another day of isolation? I don't even know what day it is at this point because time seems to be fleeting, flying from us and days seem to be merging into one. And at this point, it's just like, which day is it? What's going on? You simply just don't know because all of it ends up being you know muddled into your head so quick advice is to create a a routine create a timetable create a schedule something for yourself as an individual to create some structure in your days whether it be something very small or not because that in itself you know it can help you it definitely can and I wanted to make a particular video today, as you can tell by the title, which is called 10 Signs That You Are Dating a Narcissist, or, you know, perhaps you have dated, or perhaps you are currently dating, or perhaps you know of friends who have dated, um, or family that have dated a narcissist. And of course, I do have a educational background in clinical psychology and cognitive neuroscience which the basis of my degree I did study a lot about neurology so the neurons in your brain and you know the chemistry imbalances and how they can affect and cause several mental illnesses also discussing and you know distinguishing several multiple personality disorders and how you can diagnose them so this was you know an extensive degree of mine and I have used it a lot when giving you know character analysis or you know just an analyzing a lot of stuff there's an interest there for me to do it i don't just make analysis videos for fun um because i think i can analysis i do have an educational background and where this was you know something that i did study so there's some experience there and a degree that i worked hard for that i am using clearly in this youtube and also podcast platform so i wanted to bring it to my podcast now before we do get into 10 different signs first we need to outline what the hell is a narcissist because i do have an issue when it comes to narcissism my main issue is that it really has become a mainstream situation the words narcissism the words gaslighting are used like in everyday terminology it's being overexploited, and i feel like everybody just throws the term out at people and it's like do you even know what narcissism means do you even know the nine official criteria for this particular you know disorder 
do you know the diagnostic criteria? No, you don't. So people just throw these words out left, right and center, but they don't know what they're talking about because they've heard this word either in Twitter threads or heard it, you know, in programs or heard it, you know, just anywhere and everywhere. And this person's a narcissist and that person's a narcissist. It seems to be so overused. And that's the first thing that I want to, I want to touch on because I find it to be very bothersome. You need to obviously read the symptoms. And even then, if you're not qualify like a psychiatrist or psychologist you can't technically even diagnose people so i feel like people may exhibit symptoms but most of the time you could be correct if you think somebody's a narcissist but i do feel like there's just this overuse of these words and it really just kind of just irritates me but anyways in respective of that if we go through the diagnostic criteria of narcissism and what it actually entails, um, number one, you have this grandiose sense of self-importance where you feel like you know, you're better than people, you're very, think highly of yourself. You have this preoccupation with fantasies of unlimited success, power, brilliance, beauty. There's this kind of fantasy of all of them combined where you feel like you're going to be successful, beautiful, and you the fantasy becomes an obsessive kind of trait. Then you have this belief that you're special and unique and you can only be understood or be associated with other high status people or institutions. That is just your understanding that nobody else, people that you may not want to associate with are lesser than you. You need excessive admiration. Um, you need excessive admiration. Sorry. You need a sense of entitlement as well. Um, exploitive behavior a lack of empathy, envy of others, or a belief that others are envious of you, a demonstration of arrogant and haughty behaviours and attitude. And the particular one that I wanted to quickly um, get into before we get into this whole situation is this kind of need for excessive admiration, which basically means that there's a lack of validation. And what I mean by that is there's a lack of self-validation as an individual and you constantly need to find that somewhere else. And of course, a lot of people have, this is where people get mixed up. Just because you may feel like that doesn't mean you're a narcissist child or does it mean um, that the person around with you is a narcissist, to be honest with you. It's just a symptom that a lot of people have, you know, they can be cross symptoms, cross behaviors, but this is common and, you know, there are common traits when it comes to this and this is one of them. But people like to cross behaviors and think they're suddenly this or think that the person is, you know, is that or this. And this is how this is exploitive, overused, you know, terminology comes about. And it's just, it's just weird. But let's get into the first point. The first point of dating a narcissist. What, how do you date a narcissist? Not how, sorry. What is the first step? The first step First, number one for, you know, how you're dating a narcissist is they were charming as hell. It started as this kind of fairy tale. Um, you know, there was so much love there. There was as if you felt like this is the one. The first couple of weeks are literally going pitch perfect for you guys. Literally going pitch perfect. You're telling your friends, you're telling a little bit of your family maybe, or maybe you want to keep it quiet from them, but things seem to be going really well. And you're just like, this is the one for me. He's doing everything that I want. And it's just shocking me. And it's the first couple of weeks. This is what experts call love bombing. And 
it really tells you how smart you are, emphasizes how compatible you are. Even if you just started to seeing each other, you begin to feel like you are compatible. You begin to feel like, you know, just that everything is just working well. And narcissists think that they deserve to be with other people who are special and that special people are the only ones who can appreciate them fully. I'm going to say that again for you guys. Narcissists think that they deserve to be with other people who are special and that special people are the only ones who can appreciate them. But as soon as you do something that disappoints someone that can irritate them, they suddenly turn on you and display behavior that you may not have seen. And you'll have no idea where the hell this is coming from. How narcissists treat you or when they turn on you actually has nothing to do with you and everything to do with their own beliefs. What we also call self projection it's got nothing to do with you but the gag is that's very hard for you to take personally if someone comes on too strong at the beginning be very wary you know we all love to feel lusted for but real love has to be nurtured and grown this particular um, person says nurtured and grown like a plant like a tree it grows and gets better and better and better it doesn't start at the top child you work your way up so that's number one when this love bombing kind of charming phase second one that i put down is that they you know like to not really they like to dominate conversations they like to hog the conversation narcissists really love to constantly talk about their own accomplishments and achievements with grandiose says psychotherapist jacqueline crawl of mind rejuvenation therapy they do this because they feel better and smarter than everyone else and also because it helps them create an appearance of being self-assured they need to create that appearance public image matters everything to them narcissists will often exaggerate their accomplishments and embellish their talents in these stories in order to gain adoration from others they're also too busy talking about themselves to listen to you the warning is two-part here first your partner won't stop talking about themselves and second your partner won't engage in conversation about you anything about you as an individual there's a lack of interest immediately but if it's about them their achievements how great they are they will continue to dominate and hog that conversations and carry it to the night listen and be attentive the third one is they feed off your compliments narcissists may seem like they're super self-confident but according to this particular person called Thawab, most people with NPD actually lack self-esteem remember I told you a lack of self-validation but they need to come across that they don't that is the key that's the gag they need a lot of praise and if you're not giving it to them they'll fish for it that's why they're constantly looking at you to tell them how great they are because they use other people as ammunition as supplies they typically go for people who are high empathetic why because their supply of the sense of you know sense and self of, of self-worth makes them feel powerful they go for empathetic people because they know that these people have a supply that they need they can sense it off them but because of their low self-esteem their egos can be slighted very easily which increases their need for compliments and empathetic people will happily give those compliments um those compliments because they're obviously you know sympathetic and empathetic to the person and they know this they will feed off you feed off you feed off you the fourth one is a very common one which is a lack of empathy or the ability to feel how another person is feeling is one of the hallmark characteristics of narcissism the ability to feel the lack of ability to feel how another person is feeling that is the gag they just have a very low sense of empathy and it's a major issue narcissists lack the skill to make you feel seen validating 
Life is full of what ifs. Some awesome, like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome, like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out-of-pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what-ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply, if rated PG. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Understood or accepted because they don't grasp the concept of feelings. They don't understand it. They don't get it. They don't do emotions. That belongs to others. Does your partner, when you've had a bad day at work, fight with your best friend or scuffle with your parents? Or do they get bored when you express the things making you mad and sad? So when you've had that bad day and you've fought with your best friend and you scuffed with your parents, when you express it, you know, these things that make you sad and mad, do they listen? Do they really care for you? Do they have that empathy for you? Wallfish, a particular individual, says that this inability to empathize or even sympathize is often the reason why many, if not all, narcissist relationships eventually collapse, whether they're romantic or not, because there's just a lack of ability there. Number five is they don't have any long-term friends. This is the gag, guys. This one is gagging me. Most narcissists don't have long-term real friends. Think, 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 because they're deep connections that you may notice that they only have casual acquaintances, buddies, and you know people that they trash talk or a nemesis or whatever. They don't have long time, long history friends because people cannot stand them. There's hardly any there. And if they are like close, close friends, there will be people who are related within your family who really have to be there. So that's a major one. Number six is that they gaslight you. Now we're coming into the gaslighting kind of situation. This is the definition. This is the definition of gaslighting, guys. Gaslighting is a form of manipulation and emotional abuse, and it's a hallmark of narcissism. Narcissists may spew blatant lies, falsely accuse others, and spin the truth, and ultimately distort your reality. The key word is your. Distort your reality reality. Signs of gaslighting can include, you no longer feel like the person you used to be, you feel more anxious, less confident, you you feel worried that maybe you're being too sensitive, you feel like everything you do is wrong, you apologize too often, you make excuses for your partner's behavior, this is the gag. They do this to others to doubt themselves as a way to gain superiority. Narcissists thrive off being worshipped, so they use plenty full of manipulation tactics to get you to just do that. You doubt yourself as an individual. You question your sanity. Did you do this? Did you do that? Maybe I was wrong. Maybe I am the bad one. This is all of this is this is what the gaslighting is. 
Number seven is that they dance around this kind of definition of what your relationship actually is. Because there could be thousands of reasons someone might not want to label their relationship. Thousands. But if your partner is exhibiting some of the other symptoms on this list and won't commit, it's likely a big red flag. Some narcissists will expect you to treat them like they're your partner so they can reap the intimate, emotional and sexual benefits, whilst also keeping an eye out for prospects who they deem superior. So they, you know, will expect you to treat them like your partner so that they can reap these benefits that I've just mentioned, whilst also, you know, keeping an eye out for something else. They don't like to put a definition or label on what you guys are. We are on number nine. I don't even know, child. I think I've messed up. I think I've genuinely messed up. I think there are actually nine steps that I made, not ten, but it is what it is, child. Let's just get into it. Um, I'm so confused. What the hell have I just done? Yeah, I have nine steps, guys, not not ten. The way, I'm, the way I just messed this up for no reason. I'm so annoyed. But anyways, let's continue to it. Number eight, sorry, is that after the lack of definition of relationships, number eight is that they think they are right about everything. And they never apologize, guys. They f- you can fight with a narcissist, but it's absolutely impossible and it's a waste of your time. There is no debating on compromising with a narcissist because they are always right. They won't necessarily see a disagreement as a disagreement. They'll just see it as them teaching you the truth. So therefore, you can never really win with them when it comes to arguing. They don't hear you, they don't understand you, and they will never take responsibility. So don't even bother. I'm not saying don't argue people in general, but when you are able to decipher whether somebody's a narcissist or not, it's better for you to walk away because no reaction sometimes is a reaction. It gives you that power. It makes them powerless because they want you in their lives. They need you in their lives to for you so that you they can be they can use you as a supply. And once you say no, I'm out. I'm gone. I'm dusting out. Bye, I know what you are, it makes much better. And this leads to my last step. They begin to panic when you try to break up with them. As soon as you back away, a narcissist will try that much harder to keep you in their lives. At first, they may love bomb you, as I mentioned. They'll say all the right things to make you think they have changed, but soon enough, they'll show you they never actually changed. And because of this, many narcissists find themselves in an off, on and off again romantic relationship until they find someone else to date. The result, well, they might badmouth you to save face, or they might start immediately dating somebody else to make you feel jealous and help heal their ego. They need to heal their ego or they'll try to steal your friends. The reason? Because it's a good reputation means everything to them. They need to seal this reputation because I said so before, public image is key. They need to maintain that. So when we look at these nine steps, child, not ten, I don't know what I was saying. We have the fact that they come off charming and they love bomb. They dominate conversations, they feed for compliments, they lack any empathy, they don't really have any long-term friends, they can gaslight you, they dance around the you know, sheer definition of what a relationship is, they think they're right about everything and everything and they never really will ever apologize because they don't see your truth, and then they panic and frustrate and rage when you try to break up with them. Damn. Hopefully you, some of you guys could relate to this. You know, if you guys do, please use the hashtag I am over it and let me know what your thoughts are when it comes to this particular topic. I will be doing a video on how to heal and break away from a narcissist tomorrow. This is obviously my first of many kind of subtopics in relation to narcissism. You can't really tackle it within one particular topic podcast and I thought I would bring it to my podcast. Hopefully you guys have enjoyed you know, me expressing these nine steps that I have formulated and done research on because I feel like they are very important and as, as I said, please use the hashtag I'm over it if you guys actually you know, have experiences when it comes to this, when it comes to dating, especially dating.
when it comes to dating a guy or girl have you experienced these steps that i've mentioned have they been helpful for you have you understood this like in that reference do you guys like this i would also appreciate feedback as well when it comes to stories like this because this type of stuff to me is very important and something that i do want to now try implement more on my channel you know to bring more of a psyche kind of department into it and i feel like podcast is a great way to do it and i am going to try and come with daily podcasts now as well i'm going to i'm vamping it up now child we are about to level up on this podcast situation we are going to level up and i'm going to come with every kind of day 20 minute episodes talking on matters subjects things that are really going around in the world right now and very important situations that are really you know close to my heart and i feel like narcissism is this kind of melting pot and once you go into that melting pot that there is so much there that it's there's so many different branches to it and then the after effects of it and the ptsd of it how do you get out of that hellhole of narcissism once you realize what it is and what you're really up against and this absolute monster and then you identifying it seeing the symptoms trying to break away avoiding the rage then healing from it then the ptsd there is so many steps to this as an individual so i wanted to do a video on not only outlining what narcissism narcissism actually really is but also explaining the nine signs for me that i have formulated when it comes to dating a narcissist and see you know this is the really that identification phase my next one will perhaps be narcissism within the family and then the next one will be you know how to break away and the next one will be the healing and the ptsd kind of like a four stage situation here i feel like i'm going to bring to this you know quick little chapter of four stages when it comes to mental health and narcissism it's such a popular topic it's oversaturated it's overused yes i would agree but there is some truth to it as well and i feel like there are a lot of people out there that can be and that probably are narcissists and if you put this stuff around symptoms it could be your parents child and your siblings and when you face stuff like that because the people that are meant to love you it's a whole different scenario which is why i wanted to save that for separate video and i'll be coming with that i'll I'll be coming out with that tomorrow but anyways guys let me know your thoughts are when it comes to this do subscribe to this podcast please i would really really appreciate it please do subscribe hopefully you guys enjoyed it this 20 minute episode use that hashtag i'm over it head over to my instagram marad underscore morali subscribe to the youtube subscribe to the channel i'm coming at you with content guys i'm really really coming at you with so much content 24 7 i'm just injecting it into your veins we are in isolation child we don't have much just like we just i don't know it really gets to your head the way these days are just merging it's like you have to be productive you have to create a routine you have to do something just for the satisfaction of just knowing that you're doing well that's for me personally and i'm glad that i am and hopefully you guys are too but if you're not it is what it is it's not that bad But again, subscribe to the podcast. Hopefully you guys enjoyed this episode. Hopefully you guys did because I really wanted to bring this to it and I just hope that this goes well and that what I'm talking about isn't going in one out the other and it actually is being, you know, consolidated and understood. But yeah, thank you guys for listening. I really, really do appreciate it and I will catch you guys soon for my next podcast. Thank you guys for tuning into this episode. I hope you guys have enjoyed listening. And if you have, then tell a friend to tell a friend. You can listen to my podcast on Apple, Spotify, and via the ACOS app, or wherever you guys are listening to your podcasts. Don't forget to use the hashtag I'm over it. And don't forget to click that button and subscribe for consistent content. Follow me on my Instagram and Twitter, Murad underscore Murali, and enjoy the rest of your day. Positivity is key. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? 
Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High-quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50% to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.